Fuck it, I'm saying it, dude. liar dude hey what's going on everybody welcome to episode two of fear and malding we're here we made it you watched the first episode i hope you liked it you rated it and you reviewed it because if you didn't i swear i'm not gonna do another one of these okay so you better get to reviewing right now as a matter of fact we're gonna look at some of the funniest ones that you uh actually posted and and uh we're gonna laugh at them we're gonna laugh at you we are going to shamelessly juice these reviews. Yeah. Once again, as always, it's uh, your boy, Hassan Piker, uh, also Will Neff. That's me. We're here. Hey. And we're ready to go. Locked and loaded. Okay. After some technical difficulties, we have these up. We're each going to read a random one of the five-star category because those are the only ones we pay attention to. All right. This podcast is amazing. It cured my dog from Lyme disease. I am also now very enlightened politically and got a few good laughs in. The southern accents are definitely lengthened my lifespan. Keep it up, fear and molding. Very weird names to have, though. Never heard two men named that, but I'm very <laughs> inclusive. <laughs> Great. Review right there. Well, that's I can't believe that happened. <laughs> that's right, very good. You read one. Um, okay. Ever heard of Socrates, Plato, Aristotle? After listening to this podcast, they will all look like mental midgets. <laughs> Within seven hours of listening to the first episode, I was finally unionized and good at sex. <laughs> Don't hesitate. Don't even think about the concept of hesitation. <laughs> Subscribe and let your inner galaxy brain take flight. And then it's like, a, I think it's an eagle emoji. Shit. Thank you. Dude, that's what the fear and molding t-shirt has to be. Just unionized and good at sex. <laughs> Anya, Anya D. Knight said that. Thank you, Anya D. Knight. Wow, these are some good reviews to start. Oh, wow. Guys, thank you for those reviews. They mean a lot. Um, yeah, I, I have another one. Are you ready? Gotta um, have more Will Neff by Sean Dahl. Fellas, I've got to tell you, I think this was a fantastic podcast, and the only thing that would make it better is more Will Neff. Listen, Will I got a sickness. <laughs> If Bruce Dickinson wants more cowbell, Hold on. you gotta give it to him, baby. Will is just a phenomenal broadcasting talent that just provides the glue for every segment. My suggestion is this. Hassan, with the two S's, apparently watches a lot of movies now and sometimes complains he's out of films to watch. Maybe Will's film, film class from a stream can be incorporated into a segment. This guy just wants your stream. He's like, yeah. you know... You know, this podcast stuff is cool, but, like, I just want the Will Ness Twitch. Hassan, <laughs> yeah, man. like, you know, good podcast overall. Too much Hassan. <laughs> Five stars just for Will Ness. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, a good review. Sorry, hold on. Hassan is assigned in a movie you just talk about it for 10 minutes. I think that would be peak of every show. Oh, I should say that Hassan was pretty good, too. Good drip. Nice. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> five out of five would recommend. What what a review. That, who Whose review was that? That was Sean Dolph. Sean Dolph. Sean Hell of a review. Sean Dolph, you are now banned from my Twitch stream. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> well, now you're going to get more Will Neff because you can't get any more Hasanabi. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we should get into it. Let's do it. Um, I was just... Um, wow, I just lost everything in my brain for a second. I, I, I just had, like, everything lined up on, like, what we should get started on, and then immediately... I saw the terror in your eyes. Whoever's editing went, this, can we please wind back to Hassan I just completely went, <laughs> drawing a blank when I was like, hey, let's do the podcast now. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I had some really good ideas, uh, and then they were all gone. So now we're just not going to do them. Okay, okay fair. You're, and you'll never know what they were. Uh, okay, first we can start off with, the, with this big box you have here, if you'd like. Oh, you want to start off with the big box? I think we could do all that. All right, okay. Now, right. podcasting is, a, is a, not known as a visual medium. No, no, so... <laughs> We are. We were sent a box by one of our good friends, friend of the show, uh, Matt Stupid Art. 
Well, friend of the show, also artist of the show. Yes, uh, does almost all the art, and he had a package for us to open together. Yeah. We are opening it. I am using scissors right now to open the box. Now I'm going to leave it to Hassan to okay, <laughs> pull let's, out let's do it. what's just... in the box. What's in the box? Right, what's let's... in the box? Ugh. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. I think that's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what's yes. in the box? Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay. This is, so this is what I. <laughs> there's a note in here as well. <laughs> this is what I suspected this was. Okay. These are, these are kawaii body pillows. I mean, I mean, these are ultra risky too. These are very risque. Okay. This is incredible. I look like Light Yagami from Death Note, and I'm about it. I look like like a sexier Guts, and I don't... Gutsy? Gutsy. Are we trading? I guess, Are, are yeah. you going to megalomania snuggle yourself? Or? I don't know. I kind of I like this, but hey, you know... I'll, hey, I'll, keep I'll, yours. I'll, keep yours, I'll, then. I'll like keep yours, so, then. All right, going forward for the rest of the podcast, we're just going to have our body pillows on us, so... Yeah, yep. Anyway, uh, if you'd like to check that out, you can go subscribe to the YouTube page, Fear and Malding. Okay? That's right. Um, that's uh, where the visual part of the podcast is. And also, obviously, like we said again, you know, like, subscribe, review, wherever you get your podcast, listen. I mean, this is probably... the aesthetic we were looking for. This is the aesthetic we were looking for right here. This says these are serious political pundits. Right here. <laughs> we, just, we just ruined set design. I think we improved it. Okay. All right. I mean... This is, dude. I, I wish I was as hot as Pillow Man. I was just thinking the same thing. This is thing, really dude. fucking up my headspace, man. Yeah, I just like <laughs> it's not good for my body dysmorphia to just like. Oh my god, look at the abs on that guy. Get, get showed up by body pillow, Haas, dude. Hold on, let me just do this. There it is. The oh. pillow is a little bit small for the for the for the covering. I see that. There's a lot of there's a lot of my, man meat. I'm gonna let my pillow rest here. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So that was uh, and that was thank you, Matt Stupid Art. He also made the He's artwork incredible. for it. So he also made the artwork for the show. And, and if we get an overwhelming go. show of support, we were thinking of maybe doing merchandise, a, a charity run of these, where uh, some or all of the proceeds go to a charity. So uh, make it be known. If you would like your very own hentai pillow. You tweeted us. us. Okay. Um, but, you know, this has been a uh, relatively light, snow, slow news week, uh, with the exception of what's going on in Israel-Palestine, obviously. And yeah. I've already talked about that for eight and a half hours yesterday on yeah, my broadcast. Yeah, so, little segment there. So, um, so we are going to talk about American news. Specifically, okay. I want to get started with... A conversation about Gavin Newsom's recall, baby. We're talking. Ooh. This is this is turning out to be the California podcast. Like we're just like, hello, yeah. back on the California podcast. We're going to be talking about the recall of Governor Gavin Newsom. The word on the street out here in Hollywood. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. Last week we talked about Caitlyn Jenner, like <laughs> which we were going to talk about again a little yeah. bit, which ties into this story a little but, bit. Caitlyn Jenner didn't make it to the podcast. That was we talked about her in the car. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, she didn't make the cut. Oh yeah, we were gonna talk about it on the podcast, but we never did, dude. So, so True. let's talk about all this. Okay. I mentioned this was like two weeks ago that I thought Caitlyn Jenner was a scary good conservative politician, and that she was gonna galvanize a lot of people on the right side of the political spectrum. And your parents are on board. Is that what you're going to say? I did. A lot of conservatives I know now are on board. I mean, but like, uh, I don't know. Like, that's not the, the I, I said this before as well. Like, that is a given, right? Mm. Like, they are, of course, going to be on board because those are like the rich Republicans. Is it a given? Is it a given? I mean, okay. When you're right, did you're that right. become no, no, no. a given? No, no, no. I, I, but I said that. I told you, like, yeah. Caitlyn Jenner in the car. I told you, Caitlyn Jenner is like perfect for the Orange County Republicans. Like, oh yeah, the wealthier, like the wealthier wine mom Republicans who are just like, I think 
you know, we should not be taxed. And also, you know, maybe don't let immigrants into the country. Like, come on. Right. And those people, those people are going to like, those people are going to like Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. But like the Republican Party is uh, made up of a unique coalition of people like that. Right. Who are just like, who are just wealthy, hang out in liberal circles. It's hard to spot them sometimes. I mean, they're usually like very like <laughs> I mean <laughs> like that. I don't know how to describe it. Like hoity toity. Hoity toity. Yeah. yeah. They're just like <laughs> hello. hello yeah. Oh, yes. 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 My father's jet ski dealership was passed down <laughs> from century to century. It's like, dude, you live well, in America. We can trace our jet ski dealership all the way back to Plymouth Rock. <laughs> The pilgrims. <laughs> Not many people know this, but the pilgrims loved the jet ski. Yes, it was very good. Very good. I do declare. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so that's like the type of, I mean, but that's, you know, there's no lineage or, or ancestry in America no. like that. But so you got those kinds of Republicans and then you have like the regular, like, you know, I go to church every goddamn Sunday Hell Republicans. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. So and, and your your thought is that they might or, or she might galvanize the wine mom's base, but fail to galvanize the, the hardcore NASCAR crowd. Yeah, I don't think it's, I just don't see like the hardcore NASCAR crowd. Well, not even just NASCAR, like because we're talking about California, right? This is the gubernatorial race. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't think the Bakersfield meth boys are going to fucking vote for a trans person. Like, I just don't see myself i i don't see like but the other alternative is really bad too actually i need to show you this bear video <laughs> i'm i'm sorry what yeah so are we talking about like a large another man, person or are we talking about oh, a oh hold on just oh, hold it in <laughs> these are these are some of gavin newsom's competition like i don't even like gavin newsom okay, okay. he's it, too hot to be a fucking governor like, interesting criticism he yeah. could have a body pillow he, he could, he could, yeah. yeah. He, he, he a spicy body pillow. He's just like, I mean, he's also neoliberal and all that stuff. But also on top of that, he just looks like if you look like you could be the mayor or a prominent politician in a Batman movie, like you should not be a politician. He looks like he could play Harvey Dent. Yeah, he looks like he could be. A yeah, Harvey Dent. he's too sexy. And I mean, I, it's interesting of all the things that he's really catching flack for it's like COVID, right almost all this anger anger is COVID related and he cr- and like california is literally yeah. crushing it with covid yeah. yeah like in comparison to other countries the rest of the country like california's covid vaccination rate has been insane yeah everybody turns out is just like i was just waiting for the vaccine i wanna i want the gay autism vaccine please <laughs> like can i please I would like to start. I would like to start running around the streets sucking on dicks like lollipops. Yeah, and you know that's we've Dude, gotten I'm back actually up. One of the I guess few people that if the vaccine made you gay, I would take more of it <laughs> just to be more just to be gayer. Because I've, <laughs> I've always said I would like to be gay. In 2021. I think it'd be I think it'd be easier. I'd get laid more probably. Like where we live, obviously we're not talking like if you live in some fucking you know a bumfuck midwestern yeah. town and your yeah. dad's like a huge homophobe. Like yeah, we're not right. we're not disrespecting your personal experience, but like if you're as 29, a grown man yeah, living in West Hollywood, 29, 29 years old in WeHo, like oh my god, dude. First yeah. of all, I would literally. I would never not get laid. I would always, yes. I would always be getting laid. I, I would always just have some secondhand glitter and good looking dudes on my, too. Yeah, good looking Fit dudes boys. too. Just like fucking cream of the crop. There's some good looking ass dudes at the gym. Like yeah. I see you, I see you. I'm working out. There's like everyone, everyone at the Equinox West Hollywood is just shredded. Like it's like COVID didn't happen to them. Yeah. Like I don't know what happened. And then I, I I've said this before. There's like fit for for, for straight oh, yeah. dudes, and then there's like homo fit. Oh, dude, which yeah. is like another level of just like yeah, yeah. I don't know what kind of fucking. I, I, there's got to be like a doctor out there that's just like handing out clembuterol. <laughs> 
Like, you know what I'm saying? They're just fucking, yeah. you're just like, ha, ha, ha. He's just tossing them out. Yeah. But going back to the Caitlyn Jenner story. Yeah, sorry. We digress <laughs> there a lot. Um, here's a segue back to Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner is a uh, trans person who is also homophobic. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so which is weird. Which is, like, which is like a whole breed of conservative right now, right? Where it's it, it's not the not the the trans who hates gay people. It's it's the minority person, minority commentator who stands up and, and is like, "Hey, listen." Candace Owens. Yeah. Shouts out to Candace. I'm this color, so I can say that racism against my people justified. No, she's like Candace Owens' entire existence is just to be like. I'm black and we are inferior and violent. Like literally that's all she uses uh, her her uh, uh, black skin as a deflection method to make white supremacists feel comfortable about white supremacist beliefs. Right. This literally all she does. And it's and now disgusting. And Jenner is harnessing this energy. To be fair, I don't yes and no cuz I listen to Caitlyn Jenner on Sean Hannity, okay? okay. I listened to her on Sean Hannity and it seems like um, it, it seems like uh, inside Caitlyn Jenner, there are these two demons that we all have. Okay. Right. So on the one side you have like the real Caitlyn Jenner, who's probably not like a gigantic asshole. Okay. And she's trying to escape. Like, she's just like, <laughs> I don't want to be mean about like trans boys and girls. I myself am trans. Like, you can see that. And then on the other side, you're like, uh, but I also want to, like, I'm rich, deluded, uh, insane, and also want to, you know, uh, win this uh, governor's race, which is not going to happen, but regardless. So, listen. There's, listen. No shot. there's no shot, Will. Listen. There's just no shot. She's, she's pulling at like 5%. Like, there's just, it's not happening. But regardless. Listen, all I'm going to say, all it, all it takes is a good TikTok. You find some under the fucking beaten path song by some like producer you've never heard of where kids are like, all right, this is a bop. And then, like, and she finds she Caitlyn makes a Jenner puts port? her kid or sorry not Caitlyn uh, what's the main fucking Car uh, Kim Kardashian puts her kid <laughs> in like a campaign shirt, bam. Yeah, I I don't think that's happening. But hey, listen, it, it could if if that happens. It, Lightning in a bottle. Yeah, getting the Kim K endorsement would be gigantic. Big. I mean, that's like what world leaders aspire to. It's not just like the <laughs> governor of California. It's like. You get the Kim K seal of approval, like, oh my god, dude! I mean, this is yeah. a wrap. Um, but Netanyahu with, is with, out there with campaigning her, to get the it, Kim Kardashian. He's like, yeah, he's like about to go to jail, but he's like, if I get this Kim Kardashian seal of approval, they will literally the war crimes just won't look as bad. Yeah, they just I won't go to jail. I will literally not go to jail, which is, of course, Netanyahu probably won't go to jail anyway because you know whatever. But, um. So with uh, with Caitlyn Jenner, as I was saying, on the Sean Hannity broadcast, like there are moments where you like see either be, as a consequence of like her not knowing what to say, she'll just literally be like, "Yeah, immigrants are humans," for example, and you're never supposed to say that. <laughs> like she's like, "Yeah, there's an undocumented immigrant that I know. He's a good guy, great guy, nicest guy ever, yeah, big gentleman." And it's going to be a shame. When yeah. We have to fucking. No, like, that's what I mean, though. And then Sean Hannity's literally just like trying to cover for her, be like, but, but, like, you know, but came to here illegally, right? So, like, yeah. What do you do? And, uh, and, and it seems like she's more center right or rather like even center left, kind of. She just also hasn't been polished, right? On how to deliver those yeah. talking points. So, so you see like little moments of empathy that come out, right? In a sea of just like horrifying conclusions that she arrives at right. that are incredibly self-centered around the experiences of a impossibly wealthy, out-of-touch person, multiple Olympic, you know, Olympian, yeah. fucking prominent member of the Kardashian uh, clan basically yeah. uh talk about uh, her experiences 
which is hilarious because she starts the conversation off in her airport hangar because they're interviewing her in her airport <laughs> hangar by saying, as you do, there is an airport hangar across from mine. Relatable experience. Yeah. And this rich guy is packing up his private jet and flying to Sedona. And I ask him why. And he says, I'm getting the fuck out of California because I saw a homeless person. I'm not even kidding. You, we can play the tape. My friends are leaving California. Actually, they were at my hangar. The guy across right over from me, he was packing up his hangar. I said, where are you going? And he says, I'm moving to uh, Sedona, Arizona. I can't take it here anymore. I can't walk down the streets to see the homeless. Wait, so, so he saw a homeless person in L.A., and he was like, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah, like a rich, wealthy millionaire with a plane hanger and a private jet sees homeless person and is leaving California because of it, which is, of course, what Ben Shapiro also said. But that's, that's fucking absurd. It's like everybody knows homelessness in New York and L.A. for forever. No, but everybody knows there's no homeless people in Arizona. They don't exist. So that's why he's going to Arizona. Really? <laughs> it's not. It's just they solved it in Arizona. Yeah, huh? It's a myth. It just doesn't exist. Wow. Oh my god. They they're making that farm to table meth in Arizona. And yeah. They just put the homeless to work there. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So so that's like hilarious. Uh, but it kind of goes to show, like you know, the entirety of the Republican agenda. She uh, talked about you, uh, about a bunch of different uh, things, uh, completely clueless, completely oblivious to what was going on. Um, like, kind of, kind of flubbed it on the uh, on the sanctuary state, sanctuary cities argument. I'm like taking the Caitlyn Jenner gubernatorial race way too seriously. Like, <laughs> ever since you told me, like, no, she's gonna win, dude. I've literally been nonstop I, like following her listen, campaign, looking at her like policy positions and shit. Listen. The simulation is real, dude. And Caitlyn Jenner has m- main character energy. Okay, well, but you have to see this guy that uh, is <laughs> running against Governor Newsom. Okay. And we are going to watch... This is the bear guy. Just, I have so many thoughts, dude. Oh, what's his um, name? Hold do we, on. Do we know? Or is he, does he just go by bear guy? <laughs> No, 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 no. You'll understand what I mean by that. Hello, my name okay. is Bear Guy. Okay. Um, is it possible to run this on the TV? Is that is that a is that a possibility that? Okay. Okay. First of all, while we're waiting to have this pulled up, you can use this or you don't. My man's name sounds like a gay porn star, like Just, Rod Daly. Oh, dude, you already you already grabbed it. You, that's the whole thing. Like his name is. John Cox. Yeah. He's calling himself the beast. He's calling Ga- uh, Governor Gavin Newsom the beauty. Doesn't realize in his campaign fucking thing is like that he is a bear. Yes. And he runs around with a live bear. Oh, stop. And oh, and also thing. forgets that like, oh, that's it. The first one. Yeah. So forgets that like the whole point of the whole premise of beauty and the beast is that like he... Okay, He's going to get fucked by Governor Gavin Newsom. Like, Gavin Newsom is going to fuck him. What? Well, I mean, but that's Beauty and the Beast. Like, the Beast okay. tames the fuck. The, wait, the Beast wait, gets tamed by the Beauty. All right, let's watch California's this. California's choice. This is so beauty. Stupid. Pretty boy. Or a beast. John Cox grew up with nothing. Made himself a remarkable success. California's falling off a cliff. High taxes, unaffordable costs, even Elon Musk left. Oh no! Gavin's mismanagement of California is inexcusable. We need big beastly changes in <laughs> I'll make them. Recall the beauty. Meet the nicest, smartest beast in California, John Cox. The nicest, smartest Wait, beast. Go back to the last part, like literally the last part. Yeah, just, just like let it. Still. No, 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 no. Just the meet the beast one. Yeah. Uh, doesn't it seem like the bear is running? <laughs> like I watched this and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! I want to vote for the bear." Hell yeah! <laughs> hey, what's up? This is my bear. His name is the Beast, and it's like that little town on the East Coast where there's like a fucking labyrinth. Yeah, dude yeah. The, <laughs> the bear. Exactly. He's like, "What's going on? I'm 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 the tamer of the beast, and uh, he's running for for governor <laughs> of this here not, fine state." <laughs> not many people know this. But bears, great at two things. 
fishing with their hands, making complex geopolitical decisions. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Running like the fucking eighth largest economy in the world. <laughs> Great. Yeah, exactly. This they're, beast loves tax cuts yeah. and deregulation. Their Welcome. natural instincts are perfectly yeah. attuned. To you want to go back to a bull market? <laughs> you know, get the bear in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, I also, I the, the best part of that ad for me was even Elon Musk laughed. It's like, oh no, dude, rich guy wanted to leave because he wanted less regulation for his I, factories. I just am having a great time envisioning some California resident in Lido Island going, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Did you know that Elon left? We got to get out of here. Pack your bags, Margaret, dude. Get in here. Elon left. <laughs> Hyperloop is it's it's um you know I was I was fine living in California and paying like the fuck do I pay in taxes like twelve percent or something much. I just paid I just paid my uh, California taxes I paid a lot of fucking money yeah which is actually going to be the reason why we're talking about the story which I is still what, gotta uh, pay my taxes yeah you got like fucking there's a new extension you just you got like you got six days my friend I got six days I'm good dude listen brother the IRS is getting beefed up under. Old Joseph Robin at Biden's regime, hey, here's, dude. Here's what I have going for Don't me. Don't get audited. Here's what I have going for me. What? Everyone fucked up their taxes this year. <laughs> Not me. I got it. Yeah. I've had I I've had a team of accountants uh working round the clock to make sure that like my idiot ass is still yeah. has like all of his uh all of his taxes in order for like the past couple of months. So yeah. I'm I'm good. But um but what I was saying is, uh, so he's running against them. Uh, this is the Republican, along with Caitlyn Jenner. And uh, it's pretty funny because, you know. Cox. The whole point of the, his name is Cox, which is like, There's come on. There's a bear coming out of his O-hole. Yeah. He he calls, he feigns himself the bear. like, yeah. And he calls himself the beast. And the whole plot behind like Beauty and the Beast is like, you fuck, the beauty fucks the beast. And then the beast is no longer like a beast and tamed. So is he saying that like he wants to fuck out Governor Gavin Newsom? Like that's what I got out of now, it. Now that's the politics America has been waiting for. Yeah, yeah I mean straight up, it's you know seven hundred thousand views, not bad since May fourth. My man is uh, my man's oh, crushing shit. it. Shit. Yeah. So these are this is what's going on in California, which I think like. Listen, California, much like New York, is machine politics for the Democratic Party. That's precisely why, despite the fact that we're supposed to be deep blue, we have a lot of neoliberal uh, fossils uh, in, in place here. You know, I mean, you have Dianne Feinstein, who's like literally 7 million years old. She is so ancient. Uh, it's great. Uh, you have Nancy Pelosi, who's, you know, not 7 million years old, but like 400 years old. Right. So um, you have all these people and and they are surprisingly not progressive at all. Um, they are progressive in the same way that a lot of businesses in L.A. became progressive after the Black Lives Matter marches. Where yeah, they're, they they're, were essentially worried that someone was going to throw a brick through their front window. Yeah. So they put the Black Lives Matter like poster in their window being like, Hey. Yeah. Here's a here's a photo of me wearing the kente cloth. Please, <laughs> it's like please do not destroy my my bagel. Yeah, I restaurant. love black people. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> it's like um yeah no they're they're ridiculous. Like Nancy Pelosi kente cloth. Like uh shout out to George Floyd for dying. Nancy Pelosi did yeah big, yeah big thanks to and dude. And the way she ripped that is is so speech. good. It was great. I mean, she's a fucking girl boss, gatekeep, yeah. gaslight, slay queen. Fuck yeah. But um, so that's the kind of uh, politicians that we have in California. So like, it's pretty much locked in mm. for you know Gavin Newsom, who did a decent job, especially on the tail end with the vaccinations and whatnot for COVID. Uh, so you might as well have like fun characters, you know. Right. So what better way to what better way to have a, a gubernatorial race in California than to have this guy? Yeah. A, a bear. Like, put just a bear. I think you should make the bear run. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Caitlyn Jenner, mm -hmm. who's a character in and of herself. So, 
that's my take. However, I guess Gavin Newsom is feeling the pressure, and that's the actual thing we're going to talk about, because um, California uh, might actually send a second round of statewide stimulus checks. Facing a recall and a massive surplus, nice. Governor Newsom is now proposing more stimulus checks. That's yep. the best, dude. Yeah. That's the best. A pol- now we live in an era when a politician feels pressured. They're like, well, how about some money? I mean, that's it's. I don't have a problem with that. Like, it's not a bad thing. It's just that it's the most Republican thing you can do, dude. Like, the UBI uh, proposal could either be incredible, universal basic income, could either oh, yeah. be incredible, or it can be like Richard Nixon era uh, UBI uh, proposals, which are basically let's eviscerate all social safety nets and then give poor people but, like some money but you get a thousand dollars yeah so so that you're you know so that you'll feel like you're doing better yeah. when you're fucking and done the, the problem is the the general populace opts for that right yeah the the the, the problem is a lot of people would choose to eviscerate their safety net to yeah. get that thousand yeah bucks. it's it's just tax credits it's basically just tax credits yeah. what that is is literally a tax credit which is why um after a year of slashing spending to uh fill the record-breaking deficit spurred by the pandemic yeah uh california is literally seeing a a surplus a massive surplus which is like unheard of in the history of the state um so he's like yeah we got some money around uh, i think there's like an old california law where you can like uh, if there is a surplus, uh, you're allowed to send out like some sort of uh, uh, some sort of like tax. Uh, how do I describe it? Uh, some sort of tax credit uh, to sure. the people. So, um, you know, he he says we believe Gavin Newsom said we believe people are better suited than we are to make determinations for themselves on how best to use these dollars. That's literally what Republicans say, dog. That's why Republicans want to cut taxes. Like, yeah. how are you a Democrat? I don't understand this. Like, I don't have a problem with giving people $600 up to $75,000. If they're making up to $75,000 in, in the state of California, they're getting $600, right? That's the proposal. Great. I think people should get more money. Always. I'm always on board with that. It's great. But also, I don't know. Maybe spend some some of that fucking money on public housing. Okay. There are a bunch of unused homes literally owned by the California state. And and that's mutually advantageous because Elon Musk might come back. Yeah, no, I just, that's what I tailor, I tailor my entire uh, uh, political <laughs> worldview around. Like, will Elon Musk come back to me it's in like the area that I live Political Groundhog Day. Like, can yeah. you lure Elon Musk into your state? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man, we really need him to build tunnels or whatever the fuck he wants to do. Flamethrowers. Yeah, so... Uh, he has also, of course, denied the timing of the stimulus uh, plan being tied to his political future because, let's be real, I, I think it is because of that reason, for sure, but, like, he doesn't fucking need that to, like, win the California governor's race. Uh, however, though, um, I like the idea of giving people money. I don't like that, uh, I, I don't like that, like, I don't like the language around it. I don't like the, uh, the, this notion that, uh, we are pro austerity, uh, pro, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're not doing deficit spending. We're pro austerity and we're just going to give people tax. Uh, we're going to give people tax credits in the end and, and get them comfortable with that idea because right. ultimately I believe that that will lead to a very horrifying proposal where, you know, the American government has been successfully starved. The beast has been starved there's no amenities there's no expectation that the government's going to do something good for you in the in in the form of like decent public education decent infrastructure decent health care which is a laughable notion i know um we're not going to have any of that but you know you get a thousand dollars to fuck right off so you can go and spend that as a as a voucher on your you know private school that's going to cost like fifty thousand yeah. dollars a year for kindergarten <laughs> Which is already happening. Yeah. So, 
you know, as an idea, I am a, a little worried about it. But yeah, he well, said, it's just, it's, it, oh. I mean, the reason, I mean, it's so, it's just like bribing, bribing the base, right? Like he doesn't care if it's a good idea or a bad idea. He's just like, yeah, take oh. this money. I'm, I'm okay. Please leave me alone. Yeah. It's it's like that. So, by the way, for the record, let's talk about the deficit really quickly at, in California. But, like, the reason why California did uh, well and has, like, this massive, massive surplus is because we have a progressive tax system, obviously, uh, as the rest of the country. And rich people or people that are, like, above a certain line, like the 1% specifically, did remarkably well economically and financially in the pandemic and I would even include ourselves in this as yeah. far as like uh, our jobs were not in harm's way. As a matter of fact, they were it, boosted. Yeah. yeah, they were boosted because everyone was home. So everyone was like fucking weird hermits like us and watching Twitch a lot. So I have no problem paying a, a boatload in taxes. I think that's great. And a lot of rich people in California also paid their share of taxes, which is literally the reason. Like that is part of the reason why the this this recovery is occurring and this massive uh, this this massive surplus is happening in the state of california um so i think that a way to transfer that wealth uh back to the uh working poor in california is good but what the working poor or specifically what the middle class californians need right now and this goes for the rest of the country more than anything else beyond like 600 dollars, which could be good is Adequate social safety nets, dude. Fucking literally build homes, build public housing, okay? Fucking build public housing, please. Everyone is complaining about homeless people. It is a gigantic problem. Give the give homeless people adequate mental health care and also housing. What the fuck? It is insane. It is insane to me that uh, this is a such a manageable and solvable problem, and yet... Everybody refuses to do anything about it. And the whole point is just like pushing the homeless people that are like accumulating in certain areas in California yeah. further and further away to like different hot spots. Just like, come on, just go, well, just like the, pushing them away. Just like the, go the over counter here. counter to it is, is, uh, it, it's, it's sad, right? The counter to it is like a lot of the counter to most social safety nets. Which is if you give people who are struggling struggling any kind of quality of life, then they won't be incentivized to do anything else. Good, They'll just choose. To well, they're homeless. Do that. So, but 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 like I, I, you know, that's that's always the counter. Is like if ugh, the, the, what we're doing is demotivating people. Yeah. Well, again, they're literally homeless, and also <laughs> like it, it's it's a wrap at that point. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Like these, these people need help. Like if you don't want to think about it from the point of view of empathy, then think about it as like, well, these people need help desperately. And also on top of that, like but a I'm lot sorry, of them, are, are you sure we have enough nuclear weapons? Yeah. Uh, well, a lot, yeah, Come on. of course not. We need to restock. We, we need to stockpile our nuclear arsenal and keep stockpiling our nuclear weapons. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a, well, the real reason why we can't fix that problem is not the nuclear weapons, even though we do spend a lot of money on fucking not only just, the just modernizing our warheads and general. military budget. Yeah. But the real reason is because it will lower uh, housing market prices because like yeah. if the government is now all of a sudden interfering in the in the uh, free market of, of California housing. Uh, then all of a sudden, you know, our houses are not going to be worth as much. Well, what the fuck? Well, well that's, you know what? that's also why hotels stayed fucking empty during yeah. the pandemic. Yeah, instead of like literally putting homeless people and people that had no place to go inside of hotels, staffing them, paying for those hotels as well, and, and using like uh, hotels as training programs even to like deal with COVID or things like that or vaccination centers, we decided to just keep homeless people out on the fucking street and push for... Like, the most idiotic fucking proposals. Like, California wants to be empathetic to the homeless, so what they'll do is make it so that it's illegal to touch tents on, on the sidewalk. It's like, well, why are you doing that? Why don't you just literally put people that need a shelter inside of a shelter? Not, like, literally a homeless shelter, but, you know, I mean, like, put a roof over their fucking heads instead of making it illegal yeah. that, like, uh, that, like, homeless people uh, can... 
make it make it illegal that like uh, you can touch the tents of homeless people. So that there's like fucking entire <laughs> We're cities. We're not going to help you, but we are going to insure your cardboard signs. Which, by the way, ultimately isn't even that bad. Because like, I mean, I don't want to see fucking cops rolling up on, on on a tent city and beating the shit out of homeless people who are like very clearly not in a good place. Right, but but what you're getting at and what you're the point you're making is the the legislation that they passed was largely performative versus something that they could do to actually yeah. actually formatively change yeah. the situation for homeless people. Yes, exactly. And and a big chunk of the people who are unhappy housed are literally unhoused because they do not have like especially in the first stages they do not have enough money to have a house in the state of fucking california where they are working so they live out of their cars at first they live on couches at first and when that doesn't work out they slowly but surely move down to like different tiers basically of homelessness if you want to call it like that and and get to a really really bad place this also tracks with the data that I have seen about uh, people in California, people leaving California, because California is uh, losing people. It's the, the people are leaving California, right? The rich are leaving California. We gotta keep them here. What the fuck? Wrong. It's not the fucking rich that are leaving California. Turns out the people that are leaving California are middle class and poor people. Yeah. Why are they leaving California? Not because the taxes are too fucking high, but because they cannot afford rent, okay? That's the reason why middle class and poor people are leaving California, because they don't have a place to live. And I totally understand that. I totally, completely understand that. The housing market here is just totally fucked. I say this also, someone there's looking like for a houses disparity right between what the average job is pay paying in California and the rent, right? Like yeah. in New York, the rent is astronomical, but the, the jobs actually pay reasonably well. In California, you don't get that hike. Well, in New York, you also have uh, public transportation. Yep. You have like boroughs that are at least in decent distance away from uh, where where you can have like reasonable housing yeah uh where you can go and like work at starbucks but like still live in one of the fucking boroughs and and it's it's a shitty trick still obviously it should yeah. be better but there is an opportunity in california there's no there's no public transit it's like basically non-existent um and the public transit grid grid that we have is is really awful in areas where it does exist <laughs> yeah and also on top of that, like that creates a system where like it's so spaced out. It's so vast for people that don't know. It makes it virtually impossible to have like at least even decent quality of life if you have to work in the service industry. Like either you have to live in a bunk bed with like 50 other people. Okay. Uh, in, in locked in like packed like sardines into an apartment somewhere. Uh, where which most people do that, and I fucking did that as well uh, uh, for a certain uh, period of time. Or you just, there's nowhere for you to live. Like, you can't sustainably live in an area that is uh, decently far away enough from where you work if you work in the service industry and work in these jobs or work fucking Uber and, and you know, Postmates and DoorDash and that sort of thing. Like, it just... It just sucks. Yeah. So what are we going to do? That's how we, you push people away towards homelessness. Yeah. That's how it works. It's very frustrating. Fix that shit instead. Okay. Just $600 is good for now, but I have always been a firm believer in social safety nets. I know the government is expensive stuff. I know that it's big stuff. I know that it, it costs a lot of money. It seems like there's a lot of bureaucracy, there's a lot of regulation, a lot of paperwork, and the private industry is so much more efficient. Doesn't matter, okay? Because the goal should not be the profit motive. The goal should be to make people's lives better. That is what you're supposed to do as a government. So do that in California. So anyway, that was the Gavin Newsom story and Caitlyn Jenner. Um, we have another situation Mm. Uh, at play here, which uh, ties back to the, uh, the, I'm gonna segue it into the second thing that is going on, which is, of course, and this we'll we'll go through this very quickly, um, and that is that uh, Americans are apparently not going back to work because they're getting too comfortable with their unemployment insurance checks. They just don't want to get to work. They don't want to. They don't want to go back and 
and and you know work these uh, unfulfilling jobs where little tyrants can just like spit on your fucking face because they had a bad day. Give me my jalapeno poppers. Uh, these jalapeno poppers. The middle of it is is fucking cold. Uh, I say is uh, you're getting paid two dollars and thirteen cents an hour plus tip. Yes, sir. Uh, that's because that jalapeno popper was frozen for the last three years yeah <laughs> it's just so what do you think about that and also joe biden uh, the 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 chamber of commerce was very upset and they're criticizing it arkansas missouri uh, all the best states in america decided to immediately stop their unemployment insurance payments uh which yeah. was uh which was causing a lot of grief in these red states apparently um, so no more UI if you live in a red state. You know, remember these people love you. By the way, uh, fuck off though, uh, and go back to work. Obviously, slave. Um, but uh, so so that's what's going on right now in a lot of red states. And Joe Biden also said that. Um, well, there was a two-parter, but he basically said uh, we are going to make it so that Americans will lose unemployment benefits if they turn down jobs. Um, mm. Also, one other way he added is uh you know businesses should maybe pay more for their employees if they want like you know they should probably do maybe. like competitive wages that's kind of awkward maybe what do you think about that i mean you kind of said it there dude like maybe it's time to uh pay people yeah if I'm, not, you know crazy if only joe biden was honest about that and, uh, you know, if there was like a federal proposal that he uh, was going to pass, um, but then kind of uh, dropped the ball on last second in the in the finish line, um, like a like a federal, like a mandatory federal, hmm. uh, like like adjustment of wages, like like a minimum, well, but we, like, like a, a minimum that like the, that they'd have to clear. Yeah. Yeah. Like like, like a, a minimum weight. A minimum oh. wage. You know, set it at like fifteen dollars uh, an hour. I see what you did there. Yeah, fuck. If only no, Biden was honest about that. No, and like, that won't work because yeah. then companies would have to fire everyone. Right? Yeah, literally. That's the data, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. They would basically your, your hamburgers <laughs> would cost seven hundred dollars, <laughs> which is what the price of a hamburger I simply, is. I simply can't do that. Yeah, I simply can't afford that. In Denmark, a hamburger costs seven hundred dollars. Everybody knows really? this. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why they're so skinny. Oh, this yeah. is fascinating stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's uh, that's another thing that I'm fearful for. But uh, we're running out of time, so we got to do uh, some of the reviews. I think. No, not the reviews. The or, the or not the reviews. Sorry, we're running yeah, out of time, I mean, so just, we got to do just, the speak just, pipe. Just to summate it, I think we're on the same page. You got to pay people, right? Especially on those jobs that are not fulfilling that are not your childhood dream, that are not somewhere where you're climbing a ladder, a, a job where you are literally going to work it to survive, you got to make more money than the safety net, right? You have to be paid more or else there there is no incentive. And that's not on that's not on the safety net. That's on the job. Yeah. Cuz if you have cuz welfare policies when they do their job correctly, they are supposed to literally help you survive right okay and they're this, supposed to help you survive and this is what we got into the last thing where people think that if you create any kind of standard of living for people that are in trouble then you've ruined the system you've ruined the game right they have to go to complete austerity and suffering if they're not playing the game and there's there's some middle ground there and it's also like we we've come a long way you got to pay your employees you gotta you gotta they're like and it's doable there yeah. are there are places that are actually paying like and killing it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so look, if you dude, everyone, I say this all the time. Whenever people like talk about retraining and how it's impossible or whatever, I say it all the time. What you think people in Western Pennsylvania were born with fucking a, a bone in their brains that like has to force them to do fracking? No, they do fracking. Because the government subsidizes the oil and gas industry and fracking jobs pay well. So what did they do? They learned how to fucking frack. And now they're frack daddies and they love to frack. The same shit would happen in every industry. Pay your people well and they will work and we there. we can all frack. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's just so silly that, uh, uh, that they are not even hiding it at this point. Where it's like, no, like, literally, the negative side of remuneration is 
is death, okay? We want you to die if you don't work in these shitty jobs. You don't want to, no one wants to work in these shitty jobs. And the only way to do that, we can never do it in a positive way. We can never positively incentivize you to do these jobs. We can only negatively incentivize you to do these jobs. If you don't do the jobs, you don't put a fucking shelter over your head. Uh, you don't put food on your table. You don't put clothes on your back and you fucking die. Uh, please, please, please make sure the government still has that mentality is what the Chamber of Commerce is basically saying. And I believe the Joe Biden administration will respond uh, and, exa and do exactly that. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to the speak pipes. Let's do it. Let's pipe it up. Pipe it up. Pipe it up. Speakpipe.com slash Hassan Piker. If you want to hear us respond to your voicemails. That's right. Let's, let's take some callers. Hello. Hi. Um, hi, Hassan. Hi, Will. Hi. Um, uh, hi. I'm Sophia. Hi, and Sophia. I'm sadly recording this at 2 a.m. Okay. But I just have to know if you guys could start like the most insane conspiracy theory you could ever think of and like spearhead it and like garner the most like insane large like cult following basically QAnon but not as harmful what conspiracy theory would you guys create thank you guys and stay lovely damn, damn. Donald Trump is related to the Logan Paul and, and Jake Paul <laughs> that's a good conspiracy yeah. theory alright here's my conspiracy theory ready alright let's hear it okay I think that Quentin Tarantino purposefully portrayed Bruce Lee in a negative light because Bruce Lee said at one point that Kung Fu movies were bad for martial arts and, and bad for, well, like the classic type, like, like, yeah. like Master of Flying Guillotine. And that's why he was like, now we're going to make martial arts films that focus on like the the story the the like the psychology behind martial arts and, mm -hmm. and like the philosophy behind martial arts and that's why he made enter dragon and stuff like this and i think quentin tarantino was like um i actually enjoy uh master of F flying guillotine and and those movies which kill bill and kill bill part 2 are based on so i think Tarantino very knowingly portrayed Bruce Lee in a negative light because in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because he's been yeah because he's been carrying a gripe for the entirety of his life that he's like Bruce Lee doesn't like the movies I like well fuck you okay. that's my conspiracy theory okay so that's not a conspiracy theory that's like no a, it is that's like a carefully crafted and perhaps correct opinion here's a conspiracy theory <laughs> okay no. Quentin Tarantino negatively portrayed Bruce Lee. Yeah. Uh, because Bruce Lee at one point said, you're very weird for liking feet. Okay. And Quentin okay. Tarantino was like, I fucking love feet. Fuck you, Bruce Lee. I will get back. I will, I will get back at you one day. Speaking on the feet conspiracy theories, I have a conspiracy theory that Quentin Tarantino wrote the entirety of the movie from Dust Till Dawn with Robert Rodriguez around the scene with Selma Hayek putting her foot in his mouth. Okay, that's a not because, a conspiracy because theory. Because Selma Hayek, not many people know this, Selma Hayek is in the movie Four Rooms for about 15 frames. Antonio Banderas is in a hotel room, and in the background, there's a stripper on the tube television. That stripper is Selma Hayek. He saw Selma Hayek, and then mysteriously... There's a queen of the damned in his next movie from Dust till dawn. And in that movie, Selma Hayek takes her perfectly created Tootsie jams it in his mouth and pours liquor down her foot. I think that the entirety of from Dust till dawn was him workshopping. Like how the fuck do I get that foot in my mouth? Like I need to make, I need to make a two hour runtime around this one scene. Yeah. Robert help me. And what happened is the fever dream known as From Dust Till Dawn. Those are our conspiracy theories. I hope that answered your question. Okay, let's, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> Yo, Hassan. Um, do you think the world is moving more to the left or more to the right? It's, I think it's hard to say uh, if, if the whole world is moving in either one of those directions. Um, but in your opinion, 
what do you think is more am is I more the prevalent in last yeah dude I was about to say I hear your stream uh, in the background in the right or direction in the left he's literally uh, watching what I say <laughs> I, dude he's I love watching. that my man is piping it up he's asking questions for the podcast while he's watching you yeah uh okay do i think the world's moving more to the left or more to the right i think the world is moving i think progress is inevitable because people love i mean people like freedoms it's difficult but it's ultimately inevitable i think that yeah that is the side of me that uh, truly believes uh, that like uh all of our struggles will ultimately come to uh more come to create a more positive world for future generations. But on the other side of it, uh, I think uh, capitalism does make the world more and more uh, right wing in in really uh, horrifying ways as well. So like we're becoming more progressive when it comes to uh, understanding and being open-minded towards like uh, members of the LGBT community, uh, uh, just marginalized uh, peoples in general. Um, there's also uh, like the technological achievements and, and, uh, that making the world a better place for a lot of people, despite the fact that it barely trickles down to the third world and, and it's taking, surely taking its sweet fucking time to get there. Uh, it still, it still does, uh, greatly improve people's lives and conditions. Access to the internet is great too, for that reason. But then on the other side, we're becoming more and more right wing with the way that we operate our economies, um, which has always been incredibly right wing. Um, so, so I don't know. I mean, we have, we're destroying the planet, uh, and at a, at an alarming rate, uh, we know that we are destroying the planet yet. We're still doing it. That's going to create a migrant crisis that is already like kind of started like baby migrant crisis in comparison to what will actually happen. So, on the one side, on the economic side, I feel like we're going further and further right uh, in the interest of seeking profit. Um, but uh, on the on the social side, I feel like people are becoming more progressive uh, or, or people are fighting for progressive values and it's actually penetrating. Yeah, that question was for you. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on then. All right. I have a serious question. The best chip on a sandwich... Mm. Ooh. With a Cubano, yeah, in my opinion, is a jalapeno chip. Has a little spice with the mustard. There's great meats and cheese there. Crunch it up, you're good. But I need Will Neff's opinion. Thank you. What is the best chip? Yeah. So a hot Cubano. This this question is geared for me. One of my uncanny talents is that I have been basically working in a test kitchen myself my whole life where I've been pairing different sandwiches with chips mm-hmm. where I put the chips on the sandwich. In fact, one day I kind of want to start a rec- restaurant just called chips on a sandwich where like, like a, like a wine expert, a sommelier or whatever. A sommelier, I, yeah. Yeah. I pair your sandwich with chips. Mm-hmm. This is an amazing question, right? Mm-hmm. And the jalapeno chip is not a bad pairing for a Cubano. It kind of makes it almost like a bami with that jalapeno flavor, right? If you've mm-hmm. ever had a bami, you add a little bit of that spice, not a bad chip, but the best chip, I would say a kettle dill to go with that Cubano, really bring out those dill aftertaste. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Pickle it up. Shit. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Chip, um, pickle, or chip sandwich pairings. I, that's like my, like you can talk progress and capital and, 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 and you know, uh, all that stuff all day. Come to me for the the pickle for the chip. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a chunky boy myself. Yeah. So I I do love me some chips in a sandwich. Um, yeah. I have a spicy take on it. I oh. think that I think that the chip, the the chip should be accommodating. Mm. The chip should not get in the way or change the flavor in a meaningful capacity. So I think hmm. maybe you're gonna maybe you're gonna disagree with me on this. But I think a chip should be improving the flavor, yeah. but not necessarily changing the dynamic, which is right. why I like that you went with the dill, because the dill is going off of the pickle, yes. the, the off of the pickle that already pre-exists in the Cubano, yeah. whereas I feel like the jalapeno would be uh, adding a little bit, not just texture, but uh, a different flavor, unless it's a spicy Cuban sandwich. Um, well, the, the, the Cuban's got that, it's got some harsh mustard notes. 
That's true. Which has a little bite to it. But that's a specific kind of spice, yeah. whereas the jalapeno is a different kind of I spice. I still know. want there to be technology where people make like a loaf of bread for like a hero or a sub where they've tunneled out the top and that's where you trench in chippies. Wow. That's, yeah. that's you, you put a lot of thought into this. I'm telling you, Chips on a Sandwich is a restaurant that someday I will open and it's going to be a phenomenon. Right. It's too late. Someone just opened it now. Shit. Now they heard it. Yep. yep. Sorry, we, we, we copyrighted it. You can't do it. All right. Next speak pipe, please. All right, let's do it. Yo, what's up, Hassan and Will? My name's Zach, uh, Rip and Zach in Twitch chat. What's up? And my question for you is, do you think that Joe Biden has ever given the sex talk to anybody? <laughs> and if so, what do you think that sounded like? Uh Bonus points if one of you can play Hunter and one of you can play Joe, oh and you can do like a recreation of that conversation. That is anyway, oh love God. the new podcast. See you guys. He one hundred percent had it, but like in the worst way possible. Let's see what you got. Are you going to do Hunter or are you want to? Am do I going to do? Hang on, I'll do Hunter. <laughs> Oh, come on. Listen, <laughs> listen, Mac. Listen, Mac. Back in my day, we used to paint lipstick on a cow to get started on the kissing. All right. <laughs> you got to cut the malarkey. You got to you got to grab them. Listen, you, Jack. When you see a dame, you got to grab them real nice. <laughs> you see a dame walking down the street. You say, that's my dame, Jack. And you grab him and you give him a big smooch. <laughs> and this is why, you know. He made his own porns. He just didn't have an adequate sex talk. Okay. Hunter Biden is a fucking legend. Okay. He will not be disrespected on this broadcast. No disrespect. My man made a porn. Yeah, dude. He's got, he's got a fat hog. Okay. He's a mad dog with a fat hog. Okay. (laughs) How the hell are you going to disrespect Hunter Biden right here? He's the, he's the top boy of, of uh, fail sons. Like I, I love him. Dude, he and Chet Hanks. I would love to watch that boxing match. One day it'll happen. <laughs> Should we? Oh, by the way, speaking of uh, podcast guests, yeah. Chet Hanks, I was thinking, oh, maybe we can have him on. You know, that'd have be him, sick. Have him discuss with us uh, the the intricacies the of White Boy Summer. White Boy Summer. Yeah, because we got to start getting guests on as well. Big Bossman Biden, them. Yeah, we can try to do our best Brrrp. best patwa too. He can rate yeah. our patwas. That's a good. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you do it. You do your Joe Biden real quick. Let's do my it. Joe Biden. Or, or what were we going to do with the. Uh, Listen, Jack. Here's what you need to look at. Okay. You need to look at it as this you have a penis. And over there, she got a vagina. All right. Is, that, is this Joe Biden? That's a little Joe Biden. <laughs> I don't. I've never done Joe Biden. Is this, why is it Jack Nicholson? <laughs> yeah, it kind of became. Why a Jack, is, I've is, never done a Joe Biden. How does Joe Biden sound? Joe Biden kind of has like a. No, he's always like, "Come on, Jack." <laughs> That's not how yeah. Joe Biden. No, sounds. no, he's just. I, 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 I'm hearing myself right now, and it's like fucking me up. I, I have a pretty decent Joe Biden, but I can't do it right now. It's like, but it's always like, cut the malarkey. Joe Biden's always kind of talking like this. Yeah, he's got, he's got the intonations. I don't know if it's the right. Anyway, you're, let's now move you're on. doing Obama. Yeah, yeah fuck it. Yeah. It's let's just, fuck let's it. Let's just move on. From he's this. the most utterly forgettable president. That's why we can't even fucking do an impression of him. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll do fucking Trump for you all day. I, I wish I wish he had more. Like I wish he just they let his freak flag fly more. You know, I just I want to see more Biden, dude. That, well, his entire team is making sure that doesn't happen because, you know, when halfway through he starts going through Alzheimer's shit and tying a you know necktie out of toilet paper because he's lost in his own fucking living room. I just, but that's what I'm saying. I want to see that. I think <laughs> no, dude. That being... that is when North Korea gets a hard on and they're okay, like, our you're... time is now. Yeah, they can't do shit. What are they gonna do, bro? Fucking, they they're can't... gonna mail us a, a fucking warhead, dude, yeah, because they, they don't have a rocket. Yeah, but they'll put it in a FedEx package, yeah, okay. and then we'll be fucked, man. They're just gonna keep like hacking uh, into. I don't know, like databases and shit because we have no cybersecurity. All right, let's move on to the next one. Sorry. We got another one? Oh, that's, that's it. it. 
Okay. Uh, well, all right. Well, I, I wanted to end it on, uh, uh, on actually the, uh, potential guests for our third Ooh. week. So that's good. If you want to let us know, uh, you know, uh, reach out to us, tweet at us about who you want yeah. as guests at them too. Yeah. You know, that's a good way to get them started. Sick. And, uh, we'll start, we'll start lining up some guests. We're doing this democratically. Okay. But I'm thinking probably Andrew from all guests, no breaks for sure. We'll have him on. Oh, at yeah. some point and well not all gas no breaks now channel, channel five five yes uh and also uh chet hanks i was thinking too because i, hanks is I a good did one. i did uh we did dm a little bit and i'll i'll uh i'll see if he'd be down to be on the podcast those are those are some good old guests yeah we'll do it we'll do it up yeah i want mark ribelay <laughs> who's that the guy who does the just insane loops. Oh, 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 yeah. I can, I, I can, I talk to him sometimes God, too. that'd be good shit. Like you have him come on, yeah. I don't know what we talk about, but I just want him to play that organ. Yeah. I got a sickness and the only known cure is more organ, baby. Yeah, he's he's pretty good, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna want that organ. He's very talented. So we'll, yeah, we can do that. And yep. uh, as always, like, subscribe, review. Five really, star reviews get read. It is. Uh, it really helps us and uh, you know get the word out that way and uh, subscribe to our YouTube for your molding if you want to see this in video form um, yep. you will be able to see the hentai pillows that's right and uh, you know maybe we'll even get some merch down the line if you guys fucking review enough that's right how many if, reviews should we do a merch drop I, I'm just holding that against you guys now I'm just gonna I've decided like, if okay Five thousand five star reviews. We do a run of the hentai pillows. Sure, I'm down. Okay, five thousand five star reviews. We'll do. We'll do a run of the hentai pillows. Hell yeah, for charity. Let's do it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. If you want hentai body pillows, baby. If you want to snuggle with us, get to reviewing. That's right. Hey guys, that's gonna do it for episode two of Fear and Molding. Thank you so much for the support. It's been wild. It's been a real pleasure to make this for you. If this is your first time, we hope you come back. And uh, until next time, much love. Peace. I'm saying it, dude.